This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. Gospel according to Matthew. For it is as if a man going on a journey summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. <clears throat> to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. When he went away, when he, then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and made five more talents. In the same way, the one who had the two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled a house with them. Then the one who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy as in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master." And the one with the two talents also came forward, saying, Master, you handed over to me, handed over me two talents. Uh, see, I have made two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received the one talent also came forward, saying, Master, I knew that you were a, uh, knew that you were a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master replied, You wicked and lazy slave. You knew, did you, that I reap where I, did not, I do not, did not snow, and gather where I did not scatter. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. And on my return I would have received what 
with my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one with the ten talents. For to all those who have, more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have, even what they have will be taken away. As for this worthless slave, throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise the Lord, the word, the light. Okay, be seated, please. Let's say good afternoon to you. I'm sure many of us have heard people excuse themselves from upholding the church by their prayers, their presence, their gifts, and their service by appealing to what they do not have. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm not educated. I'm too busy. I'm not good enough. I could never do that. What God asked Moses to tell Pharaoh to let the children of Israel go, Moses used a number of phrases to complain about what he did not have. Who am I that I should go? Suppose they do not believe me. I have never been eloquent. After listening to Moses' complaints, God said to him, What is that in your hand? In essence, God was saying, Moses, I'm not interested in what you do not have. I'm only interested in what you do have. Reach out your hand, and certainly I will be with you. For years, an army recruitment advertisement has been challenging young men and women to be all that you can be. As a Christian, the challenge is, be all that God meant you to be. The parable of the talents tells us that God creates and, and that God calls us to be co-workers for the unfolding of history. To help that become a reality, God insists in us and expects a return on that investment. In the parable of the talents, a man set out on his journey, entrusting his property to his servants. It is important that we recognize from the outset that this man represents God. It is God who owns the world. We are his servants. The word talent has come into our language from this parable. Rather than money, however, it has come to mean abilities and special gifts. Now, we must be careful not to interpret the parable of the talents simply on the meaning of the word talent that has, has evolved over the years. Rather, the question that each of us must ask is, what did Jesus mean by the talent? I would submit that everything we have and everything we are comprise the talents entrusted to us by God. This includes our abilities, each precious moment of every day, every week, every month, and every year given to us. Our material and financial resources, our relationship with loved ones and friends, the gift of God's salvation and redemption in Jesus Christ. In short, our very lives. All of this is entrusted to us by God, and we are called to be God's stewards. Now the work of the kingdom is so great that many people may wonder why God left it to us. But he has, and we must keep that in mind because people's souls are at stake. Think of how exciting this makes the Christian life. Yet, how often are we like the one-talent man? Our faith, instead of being an adventure, becomes a heavy chain of obligations. We cling to the status quo, hoping to get by with, without too many crises or challenges. We are content with the usual routine. The one-talent Christian fails to see how much he or she is needed and the result is deadly. In actuality, no Christian is one talented. We are all many talented. We can pray. We can be present at church and invite others to come with us. We can share our faith. We can share our gifts. And we can serve. God calls, uh, God calls all of us to realize the potential of our lives, to maximize the years of our lives. And this is exciting. There's an urgent purpose that God has given to each one of us, and this purpose demands the very best 
that we can believe and give. In our gospel lesson, one servant gets five talents, one servant gets two talents, and the other receives just one talent. When the time came for an accounting, they were not judged on an absolute scale. They were judged in accordance to what they had been allotted. So the important factor is not what we have or what we, can, what we have gained. What is important is what we have done in relation to what we have been given. God wants his stewards to be action-oriented. The servant who received the five talents went at once and put his talent to work, and so did the servant who received two talents. Now, the first two servants had a completely different view of the, of the master than the one-talent servant. They saw him as a person who would appreciate bold and daring action. He liked to give a great deal of freedom to his servants, and he expected them to be self-starters, to, to take initiative. If they, give it, if they give it their best shot and fail, he would be fair and understanding, for even some of his own ventures garnered no profit either. The one-talent fellow viewed the master as hard and calloused. Should he lose the talent, the master would be uh, unmerciful because he is a stingy and exacting man. And what image do we have of God that guides our behavior? Sometimes our perceptions are distorted, and this leads us to self-defeating behavior. The master in this parable is Christ, and we are, we are those to whom he has entrusted his substance. Everyone who has been baptized in Christ has been fashioned by God into a new creation in order to accomplish God's works. Therefore, we are richly endowed with that which is his. What a chance he is taking. Quite a gamble. But that seems to be Christ's way. During his earthly journey, Jesus invested his love in those whose lives were out of control, such as prostitutes and tax collectors. He scattered the seed of the gospel widely, letting it fall where it may take root, where it was able. And the cross. The cross was the biggest gamble of all. As the devil whispered in his ear, they aren't worth it. Some of those wagers paid off and others did not. But to those who have caught the gambling fever and know the excitement and joy of wagering their lives for the redemption of the world, well, God will say to them, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. This parable makes it very clear that as stewards, we are accountable to God, and with accountability comes consequences. Jesus' point is that talents are entrusted to us to be used. If an opportunity is not taken, it is lost. An arm not used will atrophy. A Christian steward is called to live in courageous faith. The front page of a Texas newspaper a few years ago carried the picture of a young and beautiful African-American mother born without arms and legs. State Department of Public Welfare had charged in court that she was incapable of taking care of her five-month-old daughter. During the, court, uh, during the court hearing, the mother surprised everyone by proving she was competent to take care of her baby. There before their eyes, she undressed and, and dressed the baby again by using only her lips and tongue. The judge was so impressed that he not only awarded custody of the baby to her, but said, I have to commend you very much for your courage, spirit, and ingenuity. You have proven that Physical endowments are only a part of the spectrum of resources that human beings possess. Your mother was a good steward of her wounds. She did not dwell on what she had did not have. Rather, she chose to use to the utmost what God had given to her. Talents are like muscles. If we don't use them, we lose them. The servants given five, five and two talents respectfully 
use their talents and received again as much for their efforts. The one talent servant refused to use his refused to use his and lost not only his talent but his life. Now it should be noted that throughout the entire 25th chapter of Matthew, Jesus is talking about what will happen at the end of the age when Christ comes again to judge both the living and the dead. And through the blazing and uncomfortable light of this parable, we see the truth about about the standard by which we will be judged. It will not be so much a question of what we've gained or lost, but what we've ventured for the sake of the Master. The truth is that the person who ventures with God's talents will always reap a return. So the challenge for us is, how can we use our resources of time and talent for God? At the very least, we should put our talents on deposit with the bankers so that when Christ returns, he will receive it back with interest. At the very least, we must keep our promises to God upon joining his church, to be loyal to it, and uphold it by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, and our service. But we can go even further than this. What is the special thing that you can do that nobody else in the world can do in quite the same way? Is it a laugh? A smile? Is it an ability to encourage and enthuse? Is it an ability to earnestly pray? Is it a loving tone people hear in your voice? Is it a skill in music or art or teaching or managing or... The possibilities are almost limitless. What are those things that the owner of all things has entrusted to you? How have you responded to that trust? How are you doing as a steward of Jesus Christ. Amen. It is time for everybody's favorite part of the service. That's right, the announcements. All right, here we go. Announcements. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, complaints. You got one of those? You're need one of these things coming up here. It's going to be an email address. Feedback at DallasULC.com, or you simply go to DallasULC.com and click on the Contact Us button, and you can leave a message there. Each one of those is important to us. We want to hear from you. So please, if you have a compliment, concern, just complaint, please go to and email us at feedback at DallasULC.com, or go to DallasULC.com and click on Contact Us. Pray at DallasULC.com. That's another email address for you folks. Also, uh, yeah, the secondary thing you can do here is also go back to DallasULC.com and click on prayers or, or pray uh, a request for prayers. But if you have a request for prayer, send us an email. Uh, go to DallasULC.com, click on prayer request. Uh, we pray every day here at Dallas Roots Life Church, and you can uh, have your prayers, your prayer request be anonymous, or you can leave us your name. You can ask that your prayers be said during our daily prayers here at the church or uh, during our prayers intercession on Sunday with everybody. Pray at DallasULC.com. You know, you can make a difference. We are a church of 100% volunteers. Every single one of us volunteers here. None of us takes a salary, including myself. So the only way we do make it is through tithes of our, of our, of our uh, congregants here and from uh, donations from people like you out there in YouTube world, YouTube land and, and, and uh, Podcastville and, and, and the universe. Anywhere. <laughs> and nothing is too small. We can, always, we can always, every little bit that you send to us goes directly into our fund to help keep this church going. It's not cheap to run a church, let me tell you folks. But uh, by the grace of God, we've kept it going for over seven years now. And, and also, you know, 
you wonderful people out there who have helped us and our wonderful uh, congregants here who have, have stepped up. And we always need your help, and we do. We always need your help to keep this going. So please consider making a donation to Dallas Roots Life Church. So go to DallasRootsLife.com and click on Donate. All of your donations are tax deductible. We are a not a charity organization, nonprofit. Um, so that's good because tax time's coming up. So just to let you know. But uh, DallasRootsLife.com, click on Donate, and it'll take you to a screen there. It's, it's a completely secure. You put your credit card information in. You can also use that screen for tithing if you're ever not here at church and you need to tithe that week, okay? All right. Now, there fails. Every time I start talking about money, which I'm not very good at talking about, I get somebody that comes to me, Bishop, Bishop, I, I, I love the church, and I really want to help out, but I'm broke. I, I, I don't have any money. And I look at the person, and I say, you know what, guess what, I'm broke too. So what do you do? You do what we all do. You volunteer. Your time is your money here. Uh, just go to DallasHealthSea.com, click on volunteer. There you'll find a list of all of the positions we have available for volunteers. If you don't like something there, come in anyway. I guarantee you, I found something for you to do. Um, just see me. Just call the office. Come on in. See me. We'll find there's always work to get done here. We go every day. There's things that are left undone, and, and we can get them done if we just have some more help. So please, come on in. Come and see us. Donate your time, and uh, take care of your tithing at the same time. All right. Did you know we had two podcasts? We have two. Two podcasts. Now, I have to admit, I'll tell you in a minute. But the first one is Your Path to Vision Mark. That's our, our standard old podcast we've had for a while. And uh, that is our, our gospel and our uh, sermon every week, uh, as well as any special uh, services we have I have we put on there as well. Uh, if you want for seven years strong, it's, it's still going. We still do it every week, and I hope you all enjoying it. If you want to find uh, that particular podcast, you just go to your favorite browser, type in Your Path with Bishop Mark. Um, or you can go to, uh, on the back of your program here, for those of you here, we've got a list of some of the providers we have uh, that, that uh, hold our, our uh, podcast for free, that offer our podcast for free to everybody. Or what was the other thing? Like the Alexa thing, right? You can go, Alexa, let me just say it this way first. Alexa, play Your Path. Now, here we call Alexa Echo up here in the church. So it's Echo, play your path. Welcome back to your path. See? So, anywhere in the world, Echo, stop. Stop. Anywhere in the world, anywhere in the universe, you say to Alexa or to Echo or to, or to computer, whatever you've got it named as, play your path. It will play your path with Bishop Mark. Kind of a cool way to do that. Now, the other podcast we have is Life Lessons with Bishop Mark. That's exactly what it says. It's Life Lessons with Bishop Mark. I'll call this our TikTok of podcasts because it's just short little snippets, two to four minutes long. Um, now, I have to admit, it's been a couple of weeks, a couple, about a month, since I put anything new on there. Um, it, <laughs> it's hard to go through all the, all the film we've had and find something enlightening to say sometimes, you know? No, I'm kidding. Uh, but I'm working on it. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting, we just had the walking into Alzheimer's, which ended, and, and, and that was a lot of work. And now we've got Thanksgiving coming up, and then Christmas coming up. So it's just been... Thank you. Season two? What? Make it season two. We'll be on season two at the beginning of next year. Yeah. Season two of what? Like, like, the Yeah, plus I have a, a, a kind of a, a big, you know, day coming up for myself as well, so... You know. Christmas. All right, so to check out Life Lessons with Mr. Mark, same thing. Just go to your favorite browser, type in Life Lessons with Bishop Mark, or simply go to one of our providers here on the back. Any, just about anybody that hosts uh, podcasting, you're going to find us there, okay? So Life Lessons with Bishop Mark and Your Path with Mr. Mark, please go check them out. And please let us know you were there. At the end of the podcast, there's a place where you can say whatever you want to say. Please tell me something. I know you're watching it. I know you're seeing it. I see your numbers. I just want to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Okay.
Baylor about killed me the other day. I played this for him. He couldn't get out of his head. Okay. You know, we have a funny little stupid little saying up there, a little song, right? Kitchy. Yeah, it's very catchy. I know last week we were all singing it too, yeah. Right, right. We've been playing that one for a couple of years now, though. It's time for a new one, right? Mm -hmm. I wish I didn't have to play it at all because if everybody would just wash their hands, we might be through this pandemic a little quicker, right? Mm -hmm. So, why, what do we, what are we, what's the reason for we put this up there? It's so important. Why is it, first of all, how long, how about how long was that, that video? 20 seconds. 20 to 30 seconds, right? Mm -hmm. Why? Because uh, it's how long it takes for it to get all the uh, viruses or anything off your hands. Correct. Right. It takes at least 20 seconds of washing your hands to get viruses like the coronavirus off of your hands. We touch everything with our hands, folks. Yeah. You do, including your mouths, your butts, the, the doorknobs, the, the refrigerator, the water fountain, the, the bathroom faucet, you know? and you think about what everybody else has been touching it too, okay? Please wash your hands. 20, 30 seconds, let me tell you this. You walk, turn on the water, get your soap, you lather up, and you get under there 20 to 30 seconds. It's a long time. If you're in the bathroom at, at, at American Airlines Center, they're going to be running, I'm going to creep faster. If you're in the bathroom at American Airlines Center, they're going to be laughing at you saying, hey, let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh, it's going to play it again. Um, no, it's not. Good. So let's go, let's go, let's go. And you're like, uh-uh, i got to wash my hands, wash my hands. you got to sing it, right? Okay. Then when you're done washing your hands, don't just reach up and turn that faucet off because that's dirty, right? Take the towel, wash your hands, then turn the faucet off with the towel, then use hand sanitizer if you can. We go through this every week, and every week I still see people go back to the bathroom back there and walk out without washing their hands. I'm just saying. Well, you got on me enough that I know. You, you, you can't right right butts and doorknobs at the same time. Well, you know. Oh, stop. William. Baylor. <laughs> he said he's Baylor. Look, uh, uh, Baylor. I know that's the reason why you said it. I know that's why you said it. You know. You, you never know what's touching the doorknob before you got there. I just say it that way, okay? All right. Let's move along. Let's move along out of that one. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. This week. This week. This week. This, a few days from today is Thanksgiving. Four. Thursday. So our service will be at 5.30 on Thanksgiving, 5.30 p.m., right here at the church. I know. You don't have to work that day, do you? No. Okay, good. 5.30 p.m. On, on Thursday. And then, of course, following our beautiful service will be the Thanksgiving potluck. Um, immediately following the 5.30 uh, service. Please, if you have not signed up yet, if you have not come to me and said, look, I want to bring this dish, please do it today before you leave. I need to know what you're bringing. I've got a, right now, I've got a ham. I ordered the honey, the honey baked ham is coming. Okay, and I'm making the uh, my grand my mother's um, uh, green bean casserole. Uh, Don, and you're bringing what? Collard green and cornbread. Okay. Okay, maybe banana pudding, and have you decided yet, Will? Mac and cheese. Okay. Mac, of course, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Yeah, you're always good at mac and cheese. Okay. All right, mac and cheese. Yeah, that, that, that was a pretty good meal. You know, just need, uh, if you don't bring banana pudding, let me know so I can have some dessert or something here. Okay, we have something. We may be a small church, but we'll have a good meal. I promise. We always do do that every year. We eat anyway. We, we're going to eat. We're going to eat. All right, here we go. Thank you. Okay.
Okay. Coming up next Sunday. Now you'll see. I'll see you this Thursday for Thanksgiving. Next Sunday, service will be at 11 a.m. We're not going to do a 3 a.m. 3 p.m. service. We're doing 11 a.m. service. There's a several scheduling conflict that I have um, that I have to uh, take care of. He has a show that I need to be at. So, so it'll be, and you're going with me, of course. <laughs> so, church will be at 11 a.m. There will be no 3 p.m. service on Sunday, next Sunday. So, you'll see us for Thursday service at 5.30, and then we'll have another funny service on Sunday. It'll be at 11 a.m., which is like the middle of the night for me. So, and who else? I know it. You know, so, bear with us on that day. All right, okay, that? Oh, I'm with you. There's no, no OM service. There's no OM service. That's right. It's just a p.m. Um, um, you know what? <laughs> Oh, you know what? Break. I did the best I could. Oh. <laughs> I've been sick. For, I've been in bed for how many days now? Three days? Oh. There's nothing wrong with the OM. The OM is a very good thing. I believe in the OM. Thank you. Okay, okay. All right, moving on. Thank you. Was so critical, I swear. Good. I was just saying OM. Like you are. I want an OM service. Got started. OM. I wanted my OM service. If you want an OM service, Wednesday nights are open. OM. Who's doing They're not a beef. Oh, because it's a day out. I know. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Oh. Let's rise for dismissal. I'm in my own service oh. right now. And guess what? We're gonna do a 15 minute round table. Okay. Okay. We're gonna round table a couple weeks, so we can do a 15 minute round table. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Jesus said it's no, the definition. That's, it says not to use the, de don't look at the, just the definition of talents. 
we've come up with and it's evolved into. Okay, so the, the question you asked was, was did you, uh, you said that you said the definition of what talent is. And he did in his sermon. The question is, what did Jesus, what did Jesus mean by the talent? About the talent. Jesus. Okay, correct. Semantics. Here we go again. Oh, not just semantics. semantics. I'm just saying that. I mean, you're difficult with me. So okay. So everything we have, everything we are, everything's given to us. Your but go. Even your breath, you breathe it. Okay. So let's just talk about a little bit about what that means. Okay. You had the two. You had two servants. Did what? They took five talents and the two talents, right? Right. And they made money. They doubled it, right? And the one, one talent went and hid the talent in the ground because he was afraid. How does that relate to us? What does that mean to us? If you don't make an effort, you'll atrophy. Right. Uh, you're taking a line from the, the sermon as well. If, if you don't use your arm, it will atrophy. Mm -hmm. It will not work anymore. If you don't use your talents that God has given you, they will not work anymore. They're going to go away. I mean, it's just no, a waste. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and talents are a lot of different things. It's not just, you know, what you think of talents all the time. It's, you know, you have gifts, other gifts that people don't have and that you can only do a special way that you need to give the world. It's given to you. My you share. Like your ability, like your ability to, to see things and make crosses out of things. Mm -hmm. You make you have a wonderful talent in that, and I'm glad that you share it with us. You can see it all over the whole church here. They're everywhere. <laughs> I, you know, and I, I I want to share it more with the world. I wish you would. Uh, I, I'd like to get more of these out there to the world. I think you have a, a great eye for it. Um, and I don't know where it came from. Thank you. Well, there you go. Okay. You know, it's, it's, sometimes it's, it's you could not ask why or where. I know. Just, just, just take it and go with it. Because there's a reason for everything. Now you have. I know it. I know it. All right, just talk to me. I'm talking too much again. Y'all should be talking to me. Okay. Happy holiday. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Okay. Do this to me, and then y'all tell me, oh, you talked the whole thing. You talked the whole no, thing. I don't. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. Okay. No, what do you think about the mother? The mother in court. Oh, yeah. The baby. Oh, the baby with all the. Oh, God. That's amazing, isn't it? That's a miracle. And then they were going to take the baby because she, they didn't think she could have it. She could, I, I'd like to see a video. <laughs> I would too. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Like, but I've heard about it, though. I've heard about what, it. What that reminds me of, it kind of brings to mind to me, is, is all these people that are out there that claim... Able-bodied. Um, claim that they, they can't do it, and they're on disability, or this and that and the other, or whatever. And they personally think they could. I'm not here to judge anybody. It's not no, my place. No, but it, just, it came to my mind of, there's some people out there that really, if they just really wanted it bad, if they want it bad enough, they'll go get it. They'll go get it. They'll do it. I think sometimes a lot of us take the easy way out because it's the easy I way out. I think that easy way out, yeah. Like, but is it always worth it? What? No, it's not. Worth it? Take the hard way sometimes. No, because nothing in life is worth anything you unless, easy way unless you earn it. It's gonna be difficult when it, when it comes down to it. Anyway. If it's just handed you on a silver platter, what good is it? You don't you don't value that. You get lazy. You don't value that. You don't know what it's worth. You don't know how much it cut, took to, to bring that to you, right? Exactly. Talents. Talents. Well, what talents do you have? See, it's one of your talents that you, that, you, that you have out there for the world. He's brainy. I don't know that much. <laughs> um, um. Come on. Talk to people. You do? Quietly? <laughs> yeah. What? Sense of style? Somewhat. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, oh, very intellectual trivia. Very good with trivia. Yeah. Right. Okay, I get it. Uh, finding deals. Good at finding deals. Frugal. Well, I wouldn't say frugal. So listen. What he's trying to say is, look, don't hide your talents. 
Okay, because God gave it to you for a reason. And if you think that the, the talent is, is worthless and can, not useful to anybody, you're wrong. Because God gave you your talents for a reason. If you continue to, which we all do, if you continue to, to stifle them and hide them and, and not use them because you're afraid of what people are going to say about you or what you're going to look like or if you're going to be rejected, stop it. Because God didn't give it to you for no reason. And you've got to hear negative feedback no matter what you you're do. You're always going to get that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No matter what you do, there's going to be a naysayer out there. What do I always say? When today they stop talking about you, they got to worry. Got to worry. Well, okay, so don't forget. Okay, we're going to close it up. Close. Okay. okay. Quick and easy today. It's pretty simple you know, about the talents. Just use them. Use them. Use them. Don't waste them. Don't waste time. Don't waste your abilities. Don't waste your talents. Okay? Please remember that. Mm-hmm. Maybe just put it out there just to see what, what response you get. Yeah. I'll do it. I got you. Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Don't forget, Thursday, 5.30 p.m. from your dish, Thursday, uh, Thursday night. We're mm -hmm. So we can have a potluck afterwards, okay? Okay. Let's pray our way out of here. <clears throat> Don't hold hands, please. I'm just going to circle up. Don't hold hands right now. So this pandemic gets a little further away from us. <laughs> Father Heaven, we thank you for this ability, this, this honor of being able to come together today and worship you as we so rightfully should. So we in this world do not have the ability just to come together and say we love you and thank you. And we do, and we do so with, with humble hearts. Lord, keep us all safe this week. Uh, keep those who are traveling for, for the holidays safe this week as well. And uh, help those who are hungry this week, especially, be fed. Um, we ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All right. Let's go. Take it out.